Oh, praise the Lord. Good morning, church. Listen, church, don't stop. <laughs> okay, don't stop. Of all the things we could have been told to not stop doing, the one thing the New Testament tells us not to stop doing is prayer. Don't stop praying. <laughs> Last month, I encouraged you to draw near to God. I also spoke about prayer as I gave you a pattern of prayer based on the Our Father. This month, you have been encouraged to reach out with faith and hope and to worship from your heart as a lifestyle and not just as something you do on a Sunday morning. You have been called to build your life on the foundation of obedience to God and His Word. I would like to end this month bringing your attention to prayer again in this message and tell you, don't stop. Don't stop praying. Amen? But before we dive into the message, I just want to remind you that next Sunday, we are back with in-person services. Yay! Amen. So let's get together next week and welcome spring and a new season. And let's do it together at the church. Amen. So I hope to see many of you there. All right. Wonderful. So praise, prayer, the word, faith, worship, they are all connected and you cannot really do one without the other if you are going to balance your spiritual disciplines. You cannot just pray. In other words, you cannot just make requests without worship and thanksgiving also. You cannot get into the Word, into the Bible, without praying and worshiping as you go along. Prayer is a vital ingredient in our spiritual life. And so I want to spend some time today sharing with you four purposes of prayer and three keys for an effective prayer life. But let me start by reminding you of two important truths. Number one, the Word of God, the Bible, shall prevail. Amen? This is truth number one. The Word of God, the Bible, shall prevail. It is the truth, and its prophecies have, are, and shall be fulfilled. History, if you look at back at history, you'll see many prophecies have been fulfilled. Right now, in our day and time, we are seeing prophecies being fulfilled today, biblical prophecies. And the ones that are remaining to be fulfilled, they will be fulfilled. Jesus will return. The knowledge of the glory of God shall fill the earth. Amen. So that is uh, truth number one. Truth number two important is this. There is a real God and a real devil. Huh? Both exist, but they are not on the same level. You see, beware of falling into extremes, blaming everything on the devil and magnifying his power, or not believing that the devil is a real being. Both these extremes are wrong. There is a spiritual world, and it can only manifest on earth by invitation or permission of a human being. 
Now, in line with this principle, God himself entered the world as a human. Jesus, God, became man. Jesus lived a life of power and victory over the devil and taught that his church can do the same. Of all the things the disciples could have asked Jesus to teach them, (laughs) they asked him to teach them to pray. They realized that prayer played a key role in the clarity, the authority, and the power that they saw in the life of Jesus. Prayer is communication between humans and the spiritual realm. It is you and I, a human, communicating with God, who is spirit. Through prayer, we form a partnership with God so that His will may be done on the earth. Through prayer, we can declare the will of God over nations, people, and situations. We don't have to be there to have an influence. We can do it through prayer. Through prayer, we receive guidance and revelation of God's will and power and boldness to do it. No wonder there is a spiritual resistance to prayer. The devil knows its power and would rather have us distracted than praying. Towards the end of his ministry, Jesus taught much about prayer to his disciples. In John chapters 14 to 16, he shows us the four purposes of prayer. And here they are. Number one, prayer is an act of dedication. John 15, verses 5 to 7. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Hmm. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and, and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. Prayer is an opportunity to express our dependency on Him, admitting that we need God. So Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. The act of dedication is an act of worship and praise. When we are connected to Him, abiding in Him, we place ourselves in a position of seeking and doing His will. Your kingdom come, you will be done, is the prayer of a dedicated heart. We acknowledge that He is God and we are not. We humble ourselves before His majesty. Number two, prayer is an act of communication. John 15 verse 15, No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all things that I heard from my father I have made known to you. Listen, most problems are the result of bad communication. You you can't understand God and His will for your life unless you communicate with Him and Him with you. So we need to know our relationship with Him. And He has defined it as 
friends. Jesus has established that. Yes, we, we, we may come with a servant heart willing to do his will, but our relationship that Jesus has established is being friends. Jesus does not just give us orders, but also information. It is an invitation to converse, to chat with the Creator. And so through His Word and through the Holy Spirit, the Lord will open our eyes to truth. He will give us instruction and show the way as we navigate the challenges of life. And He will make His presence felt and comfort us when we spend time in prayer. It is an act of communication. Number three, prayer is an act of supplication. John 16, 24. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Supplication means petition. It means earnest request. Prayer is God's chosen method of meeting our needs. This might seem like a weak thing, but God chose the weak things to put to shame, to confuse the wise. We read this in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 27. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. You see, prayer, talking to God, to a God you cannot see, may seem foolish. Yet, that is the way that God has chosen to meet the needs of man. So, ask and God will answer. John Wesley said, God does nothing but by prayer and everything with it. Now, you need to know that God may not always answer the way you want him to answer. Life in this world and the spiritual life is far too complex for us to understand everything. That is why prayer is also an act of dedication, as you saw in the first point. So we ask and we rest in him. And we wait. Some of my prayers to the Lord have been answered very quickly. Others have taken years to materialize. Some answers have been yes. And some answers have been no. <laughs> At all times though, I have found my joy in the Lord and not in circumstances, be they agreeable or disagreeable. Amen. And then number four, prayer is an act of cooperation. John 14, verses 12 and 13, Jesus said, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You see, we work together with God through prayer. Prayer does not change God, but prayer changes Him who prays. As we spend time in prayer, in communication with God, we will know how to pray His will into circumstances. The Bible and history contain many examples of people, nations, and circumstances changed by prayer. God has chosen to limit himself in what he accomplishes on the earth by limiting himself to the faith of his children on earth. So, 
As we spend time with the Lord in the Word, in worship, in listening to the Holy Spirit as He leads you to pray into certain areas and circumstances, go ahead and pray. You are cooperating with God. Sometimes you'll know what your prayer has accomplished. Sometimes not. But be obedient and pray Anyway, proclaim and prophesy the will of the Lord over people, over circumstances, over nations and over situations. Amen. Pray and do that. So the four purposes of prayer again are dedication, communication, supplication, cooperation with God. What a wonderful privilege. Every time you pray, be aware and intentional about it, knowing that you are fulfilling these purposes as you pray. Now, here are three keys that you need to understand and practice to be effective in your prayer life and fulfill the purposes of prayer. Yeah, they are. Number one, pray the will of God. Matthew 16 Jesus said, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You see, it's focused on the will of God. Let that be the focus of your prayer. Your will be done on earth. By becoming familiar with the word of God, with the Bible, we get to know what the will of the Lord is. Pray in line with that. Now, maybe you don't know where to begin. So here is a good place to start. First Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. It says the following, Therefore, I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So here's a good passage to pray. You see, you hear the will of the Lord here. I think right now is a good time to pray that, that governments and all in authority would make decisions that will cause us to lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. <laughs> so spend time with this passage, praying for all the leaders you can think of, pray for their salvation. Pray that they'll make decisions in line with the principles and, and the will of God. Pray that every evil plan and intention will be exposed and not bear fruit. Now, you may think that uh, our, our government or that our world is beyond redemption. But remember who was in power when Paul wrote this letter, the oppressive Roman government. And through prayer, Salvations took place, people changed their behavior and lifestyle, and periods of relative peace have existed. We know that only when Jesus returns will there truly be complete peace and justice on earth. Yet our prayers will take us through this time until he returns. So go through that passage. Pray for all men. Pray for salvation of people. Consistently pray the will of God in all situations of your life. Amen. Number two, be thankful in prayer. Don't just ask. Have an attitude of gratitude. Now you've heard this verse before. Philippians 4, 6. 
Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And here's another one, Colossians 4, verse 2. Continue earnestly in prayer, that is supplication, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. <laughs> Hallelujah. So there you are. Practice intense petition, supplication. Cry out to God for His intervention, but do it with an attitude of gratitude. As we heard last week, balance your prayer, your petition with worship and thanksgiving. And then number three, persevere in prayer. Never, ever give up. Ephesians 6, 18 says, Praying always, that's all the time, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. All right? It's talking about praying for everybody all the time. And then, of course, 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, pray without ceasing. Another translation says, never stop praying. <laughs> all right? That's very clear. You don't have to go somewhere special to pray. You can pray as you do your life, as you go about your life. Sure, have, do have those moments where you retreat to a quiet place to, to pray unhindered. But be always in an attitude of prayer throughout your day. As a matter or a person comes to your mind, pray. As the Holy Spirit reminds you of something or someone, pray. Why should we persevere in prayer? Proverbs chapter 12, verse 24. The hand of the diligent will rule, but the lazy man will be put to forced labor. Hmm. Church, listen, this is warfare. Until Jesus returns, we are at war with the forces of evil and darkness. And so if we understand the spiritual battle for the domination of the earth, and we persevere in prayer, then the kingdom of God will prevail, and it will prevail, amen? 1 Peter 4, 7 says, But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. What are we to do as we see that the end is near, that Jesus will soon return? What are we to do? We are to persevere, to be watchful in prayer. Prayer has to become more than just a meeting where we attend or an event. Church, prayer has to become a lifestyle for us in these days more than ever before. Learn to pray as you go about your day. Learn to pray for others and with others. Look for opportunities to offer a prayer of blessing to people around you. Become conscious of God in your life through prayer. Amen. So church, don't stop. Don't stop praying. Don't stop working with God in prayer. Don't stop petitioning God in prayer. Don't stop communicating with God in prayer. Don't stop dedicating yourself to God in prayer. Just don't stop. Amen. Praise God. I hope this message has encouraged you to not stop. Let us pray. Father, your word is very clear, Lord. Calling us to continuously 
be in contact with you through prayer. Do not stop our relationship. So Father, I pray for everyone watching, everyone listening. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit will tug at our hearts, tug at everyone's heart right now, Lord God, to overcome every barrier, every distraction, Lord God, that they may be in our lives to prayer, Lord, and help us to obey your command, to persevere in prayer, to not stop praying, Lord God, that we'll continue being instruments in your hand, cooperating with you, being instruments for your will to be done on this earth, Lord God, as we stay in fellowship with you through prayer. And we pray this in Jesus' name, Lord. Amen and amen. Church, be blessed and may the Lord use you this week in prayer as you connect with God, as you bless others, as you become an instrument of God. Don't stop praying. See you next week.